0: Here's your host, Alex Garrett. Well, welcome inside to Alex Garrett Podcasting. I hope you're doing well today. Uh, Just a couple of notes uh, that I want to talk to you about. Firstly, this whole Bernie Sanders going viral meme is now a charity item in the form of a Chairman Sanders crew neck. You know, here at the inauguration... Mittens, scarf, mask, the outfit was, however much it was, I mean, everybody was, was commenting on it, but Bernie Sanders is now doing something good with it, and he's actually donating the proceeds, which is $45 uh, for the Chairman Sanders sweater. Uh, it goes to Meals on Wheels, Vermont, so good on cha- uh, Chairman, good on Senator Sanders for um, doing that. Uh, For the people of Vermont uh, who are struggling right now. Look, I started this podcast because I wanted to be someone who would tell you sides of the stories that you didn't know. It wasn't meant to really be politically leaning. It just became that. But I'm committed to always giving you sides that you didn't know about. Even during the Trump administration, I did that. And I'll do it during the Biden administration, too. For while, they're talking about the trajectory and the whole thing. What actually has stood out in week one of this Biden administration so far is this. I want you to take a listen to Joe Biden talking to his um, staffers the first uh, day he was in office. Take Take a listen say this. If you're ever working with me and I hear you treat another colleague with disrespect, talk down to someone, I promise you I will fire you on the spot. On the spot. No ifs, ands, or buts. Everybody, now this is everybody this is crucial try. because here's the thing. As I talk with Jeff Mordock about and others, the, and Zach Miller, the positioning, the resigning, the quits, the the um, firings that Trump did were highly both celebrated sometimes and criticized most of the time by the mainstream media, celebrated by conservative media. When he fired Tillerson, when he fired this guy, when he fired Sessions for the recusal. But what Biden said there is, in essence, you must treat you know, others with respect here. You will be fired if you don't have an ethics about you. So while they highlighted Trump's numerous changes and vacancies and revolving door of an administration, look at what Biden's saying. He's also saying, look, staff, department heads, I'm going to hold you to a standard. And it's not that I'm defending him. I'm just showing you a side that I feel like wasn't broadcast enough this week. And so I'm going to podcast it for you right there. Because we are all adapting to a Biden administration, to his executive orders. Uh, How much adapting would you say? I'll tell you how much adapting. According to the Washington Examiner, the American Petroleum Institute, the uh, API. I remember now they're doing the whole Keystone Pipeline controversy now. But oil and gas lobby cedes to Biden, American Petroleum Institute, saying Thursday it supports the direct federal regulation of methane, a potential greenhouse gas. Look, what I'm seeing now in this adaptation post-Trump is what Biden would feel and what most of the country feels. I mean, look, getting back in the WHO, they may have covered up for China, but you know what? You can't leave the WHO in the middle of a pandemic. You just cannot. So now we're patching up that lapse by rejoining that. We're patching up climate ties by going back into the climate accord. So what it feels like is Biden's patching things back together. Will it work? Will it be different? I don't know. But he definitely is... Some would say undoing, I would call it patching. And that's the best way to describe it. And then one other thought came to mind as we're talking about the adaptation to a Biden administration, a President Joe Biden administration. Anarchy is not resting. They're not excited, Biden won. They're not done because Biden won. Just look at California and Portland. Saying F Biden, F Trump. Uh, look, anarchy is at our doorstep. I have said this before. So we must not give it a platform. Over the summer, when you've highlighted it, when you've televised it, when you televised kicking of the doors of the federal buildings, when you televised the rioting and the looting, you gave them a platform. Well, in 2021, let's deplatform anarchy. We have seen the deplatforming of conservatives that aren't even all radical. Yet no one's talked about the deplatforming of anarchy, and I will. I believe that if we're gonna, if we can acknowledge that anarchy has a platform to cause chaos beyond the capital, beyond what we saw last summer. But they're comfortable now. We can also deplatform it, and we must. There are Antifa, there are Proud Boys, there's right wing, uh, uh, far right wing as well. Twitter accounts that need to be deplatformed but why aren't we deplatforming the far left you want to deplatform whoever you want then be more careful of it and what I mean by that is deplatform anarchy not good conservatives who believe in something they're fighting for but deplatform platform actual anarchists that want to burn down buildings, that want to burn down the Capitol, that want to do all these crazy, nonsensical, non-American things. We've all, by just not fighting it enough, we've all, sadly, given anarchy a platform. But Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, it is up to you to lead the charge to deplatform anarchy in the first hundred days. Just like you hope to deplatform COVID. Yet, I guess he said the trajectory isn't changing yet. I, I don't know. We'll have to see how that plays out. We need more vaccines up here. But deplatform anarchy. That would be one of the best adaptations the present Biden administration could do. He did say in the debate Antifa's an idea, not an organization. Well, he was proved wrong. And anybody who thought. That the anarchist. Antifa would be happy. Biden won. They don't care. They don't care. Anarchy doesn't care. Who's president. They just care about causing chaos. And you've given them. That platform. Antifa. uh, Far right. Someone said the Proud Boys. And other extremist groups. Let's stop those platform those accounts and work together to deplatform anarchy that is what my first hope that Biden adapts to is acknowledging acknowledging that antifa is not just an idea it's an organization and they must be stopped they must be deplatformed they must not be able to coalesce together and continue the chaos as antifa or we will lose this country not to policies not to even china i think biden blasting china for the sanctions against trump officials was a big deal but we will lose it to anarchy so the first saturday of the president biden administration i I have this to say You are willing to fire employees and staffers who are wrong in the way they handle things. Take it a next step. Tell Twitter, tell Facebook to stop giving anarchy a platform. And tell them to put regular conservatives back on. It's as simple as that. We must rid the hate, all hate groups organizing chaos and destruction and and deplatform it once and for all. Not the conservative down your block who just wants the country better the way he or she wants it. Not just Someone you believe you incited the you believe incited the capital insurrection, but deplatform those who are inciting much worse. Thank God for capital police, but much worse everywhere. Even after their quote unquote guy got elected, they don't have a guy. Antifa doesn't have a guy. They have hate in their heart. They have a goal to destroy. And we must stop giving them a space to destroy. We must give them hell, fire, and fury. And they must be stopped before they overtake our streets again here in New York. Deplatform anarchy. President Biden, you can do it. You can acknowledge that Antifa is not just an idea. It's a real organization causing chaos in New York, in the United States' neighborhoods. Once we acknowledge that and deplatform it, as we deplatform COVID, things will become more normal. And you know I, I really do believe this. When you look at the White House or when you look at um, the Capitol... You look at it with less intensity. Let me tell you, to be very honest, every time you saw the White House in the Trump administration, you thought, what the heck is going on now? What could possibly be going on in that White House? What do I have to be ready for to try and research more for this podcast? Now it's a lighter energy. Now it's a different air. It's an energy of a clearer view of it, which I'm excited about. But there's much work to be done There is far to go President Biden And let's all get there Together Let's give this a chance It's only the first Saturday And I'm praying that Many Saturdays are spent back at the Ball field At the arena, at the football field At the concert That's what Saturday should be for not to be at home, worried that you could catch a virus. That's not what this country is about. And I know Joe Biden knows that. I know he's working towards getting rid of this. And we god, got to just give him a chance. That's all I'm saying. I'm Alex Garrett. We'll continue to follow that, this as the country does adapt to a new administration. The 46th president. And as I said on Wednesday, Wednesday, the fact that we're at 46 shows that we are still a healthy country. Amazingly enough, democracy is still healthy. Republic is still healthy. No matter what you might think, I'm going to say it as is and how I feel. And if you choose to stay on as I continue to look at the different things going on, that's fine. I'm just trying to give you another side. Just like I gave you another side of the President Trump era, I'm giving you another side here. That not even the mainstream media is really showing you. And that's why I love adapting. And I'm always adapting. And I'm working to see how we can always adapt together in this beautiful country. Not as the United States of America. Have a beautiful Saturday. Please stay safe. Enjoy your family, enjoy your day, and um, enjoy a little music on the way out.